regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name is Gav Murphy, and today I'm joined by sexy boy number one, Steve Hogarty. Hi, how's it going? Sexy boy number two, John Arblife. Hello there, you. I love you. Who has got features? Not me. <laughs> We've got features to spare. Our features are so big that they they uh, they make up for the the vacuum left by your absence of a feature. My feature is growing and growing, and if we don't stop talking, get into it soon, it might take over my life. Whoa! No, carry on. We we can we can do some introductory chat if you want. I mean, just I'm just here with a fucking inflating feature, Steve. Don't worry. <laughs> Inflated, an inflated sense of feature. <laughs> you want to get a look? That's right. I am just a jelly boy. I am made from gelatin. Sometimes it makes me quite annoyed. I can only jiggle and spin. Met a doctor who walked past. Said he had a range of cures. Recommended a podcast Said it was called Regular Features Gap Joe not mad, Steve in my ear holes I did not dare hope for miracles My heart going boom, boom, boom Then they said Jelly boy, we're gonna give you bones Yeah, some bones Let's do a clap in three, two, one. Uh, you don't fuck about with the countdown, do you, Gav? Three, two, one. That's right, I don't. That's right, mate. You got no time honest. wasters. Yeah, Steve. What color are you wearing? Orange or red? Orange. Looks beautiful on you. Thanks, man. Orange. We're more of a mm. orange. You glad? I was going. I was. I had to bite my fucking tongue. <laughs> I was going to say that. What do you think is the etiquette? If you see someone that you know wearing something that you like, are yeah. you allowed to buy that thing? Depends how often you see them. Do they live in the same town? Do you, where did you see them? No, you're friends. You're in, you're, they're in your direct friendship group. I mean, if it's an orange T-shirt, then... No, I'm not right. saying I want to buy that. It just reminded me of something. Why, what's wrong with it? Because I... Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Remind me of that, the bit of shit I saw outside. Because <laughs> yeah. no. um, I, I was talking to someone about this the other day because uh, they asked me, uh, and, and I remembered about a time where um, uh, I got given a T-shirt as a present from someone. And it, it was like around the, t- it was when we were still back at Future. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, I mean, it's not. It's such an embarrassing T-shirt now that I think about it. But it was. Um, I'd, I'd requested it for my birthday as well. It was the Slayer font, um, but it was when is when Game of Thrones was big, and instead of saying Slayer, it said King Slayer. Oh my God, that's. <laughs> that's I was shagging of... at the time as well. Can you believe? <laughs> I can't believe I fucking this is like the same period I fancied you, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I've got a I've got a photo of myself like single at a house party wearing that t-shirt. And I was just thinking to myself, what I just needed, I want to go back in time. Mm-hmm. Like a be what the fuck? What like uh it's a wonderful life. <laughs> be like, mate, <laughs> just stick a shirt on. <laughs> Interstellar, you're in the bookcase. But, um so yeah, so I wore that t-shirt anyway. <laughs> and then um I was in the office and a guy came in and was like, "Oh, that's a really, that's a really cool T-shirt." I was like, "Oh, thank you very much, man." Go on, um, snip, grass him up. <laughs> Who was? No, I can't, I can't, I can't. It just wouldn't. He wouldn't take it well. So, um, but and then um, and then like two weeks later, he came in and he was wearing it, and I was like, "Because Game of Thrones was massive at the time, so people were like, I was getting a lot of, oh, that's a cool T-shirt. Oh, that's a cool T-shirt.' Blah blah blah. blah. Um, because I worked, you know, with nerds, uh, film and game nerds. And I, I remember he came in like two weeks later wearing it. He was like, oh, yeah. Um, did he look at you? My- did he st- Did he have the fucking balls to look at you while wearing it? Yes. Like, we didn't work very far away from each other desk-wise. Mm. But he went, do you know the weird thing is, is, I always remember, is he went, 
oh yes oh weird isn't it my sister bought it for me mm. and i was like no my sister bought it for me oh my god he stole your origin story as well <laughs> yeah. fucking hell <laughs> but it reminded me of like you know when people are like uh what's your name and, and then they're like looking around at the first thing they see but it, it's, it's like uh, like uh what's your sister's name uh xbox dvd free um <laughs> like, but it's like you've had all if i don't mind him buying the t-shirt but it's the fact that he stole the story about my sister as well i was just like wait at least didn't say your sister bought it me <laughs> yeah. yeah and my <laughs> name's gav now yeah <laughs> to be fair, I, I was thinking like did my sister buy it for me what? <laughs> am i him i think that's off limits i think if someone else i think has it's off limits a very identifiable t-shirts like t-shirt like that then that's it that's that can't be reproduced there can't be two of those in the same office. There can't be two Kingslayers. Wait, Steve and I went away to uh, to Berlin to see the, the War on Drugs play live. Uh, they're a band. The the band, not the war. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, and um, and um, Steve's incredible boyfriend, uh, Reese, was wearing this Adidas jumper with tomatoes on it. And I was like, oh my God, that is an amazing jumper. And I was talking about it to Clara. And Clara was like, well, if you like it, you can buy it. I was like... Absolutely not. I'm not going to kingslay a Reese. <laughs> and, and then she was like, what do you mean? And then what I you, what, what do you her. mean by kingslayer? <laughs> He's I, had not- to, I, had, I had to explain it to her and then see myself getting slowly less and less attractive to her with every word <laughs> spilling out of my chops. <laughs> I do love how when you started this story, you were a little bit stumbling over it because you realised you were about to sound like a big old dweeb. <laughs> Yeah, which obviously I try and avoid um, (laughs) being the cool one of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we know that about rules when it comes to clothing. Before, with um, he wore a pair of new glasses into the office, and one of his colleagues said, "Oh, those are nice glasses. Where did you get them?" And he told him where he got them. And a week later, he showed up wearing the exact same glasses, and he sits next to him in the office. What did he do? That's an act of war. He just stopped wearing them. He had to wear different glasses. It can't be... Because they look roughly similar in appearance. And with glasses, right. they look like they're, tri- like they're twins dressed up the same. Oh, why would he do that? That's such a... W- it's crazy. That's really odd, isn't it? Uh, not okay. I get it now and again because... Um, uh, like our comments on YouTube videos and stuff like that being like, oh, where did you get this shirt? And like, not that... Like, I do put a bit of effort into buying clothing um, to the point where I was like, I don't, if I find like a nice shirt that isn't in a normal, you know, just like your regular shop, Mm. I don't, not that I don't want anyone to wear it, but I'm like, well, I don't, I wouldn't like, I I just find your own clothes. Why? And then I get, I got a DM off this one guy once and it was like eight different DMs going, First one. Oh, hi, Gav. I just watched this video. Could you mind telling me where you got this um, red uh, shirt from, from this episode? And I just didn't reply. And then he just kept replying. He sent me eight messages going, are you going to tell me about this shirt then? I was like, well, not now, no. I was going to say, um, it's a bit different with people you're probably never going to meet, but also that's on the that's on the argument towards telling him. The argument towards not telling him is like, he's just sent you eight fucking messages. Get out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've got a Google yeah, phone, yeah. you can just point your phone at people's clothes now and it tells tells you where to buy them. Would that work? Yeah, he could do that on you <gasps> and just like, you wore it best. You need to wear bafflers and dazzlers. <laughs> you couldn't do, could you do that on a YouTube video? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm sure so. It's, just, it's Google, isn't it? Yeah, I could point my, I'm going to point my, Gav, let me see your t-shirt now. I'm going to okay, yeah. point my phone at your t-shirt. Okay. Uh, For the benefit of the readers. Um, I'm wearing <laughs> again, mate. Again, look at that. I don't know why I'm wearing this. Uh, Jurassic uh, Park Raptor Twins unisex T-shirt, black acid wash. Holy fucking shit. hell! Look at that. I got hold hold that up a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the I'll put this in the Discord later. <laughs> Holy shit! That's bonkers, isn't it? So yeah, I don't know why I chose to wear this today and tell the Kingslayer story and be wearing a Jurassic Park T-shirt at the same time. I have had sex. (laughs) I want that unknown. (laughs) I'm sad that I'm happy. I'm small, but I'm doing fine. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm green, but I'm see-through. 
I'm wet, but I'm somehow dry. I shake when I wobble, baby. And what it all comes down to is that all a jelly boy can do is jiggle and spin. Cause I got no skin or muscle, and my bones are made out of gelatin. Look, if I do this with my mouth, it looks like I've been like Mr. Anderson in The Matrix and my beard. I don't have any lips anymore. Nice. No, oh. it's not the same thing, actually, Log. <laughs> it's pretty hot, actually. Guys, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Come on. Sorry, Come on. sorry, 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 sorry. Because now it's time for Steve's regular feature. Steve's had laser eye surgery. Ooh-wee. That's right. I've been for laser eye surgery. And if I'm you're sitting there it. thinking... That seems like a big surgery to go for, and Steve just hasn't mentioned that he was going to do it. That's mm. because I didn't tell anyone that I was getting laser eye surgery. Don't want to jinx it. Because you know what's even more boring than hearing about someone's laser eye surgery? It's hearing that they're about to get laser eye surgery and having that conversation 10 times. I wish you'd had a, a relationship with your laser eye surgeon and he played like the marimbas or something and you could have built it into a <laughs> weeks long fucking story. Well, I saw you I saw you on Sunday and mm-hmm. I mean I saw you on Sunday let me tell you. Uh, what, how did I look through the, <laughs> through the robot eyes stunning <laughs> 4K <laughs> resolution. <laughs> fucking Legolas over here now. <laughs> um but I started off doing like a little bit with with Reese, because Reese wears glasses and so do I. We start off doing a little thing, being like, oh, so fed up of wearing glasses, are you? As, and like, I started off do- doing this little bit as if we were like, you've left us behind. And almost, I mean, you said, I have a lot of <laughs> paste, was it? I have a love for the disabled community. <laughs> um, and you said, and then I start, I, but then the more, um, the more pints I was drinking and the more, the bit was going on the more i was like i actually am a bit annoyed that he's had laser eye surgery <laughs> left and thinks he's better than us left now you behind i know i even just because you know how afraid i am of lasers and <laughs> them going in my eyes yeah That's, they explicitly say every single laser you've ever seen it says mm. do not point this into your eyes not for eyes Get a special eye laser. Yeah, is it a, is it a Swiss? It's so like basically those little <laughs> laser pointers we had could have fixed my eyes this entire time. So all the time they were like, "Oh, don't point in your eyes." Is it because big eye is like right? We've got the monopoly on laser eye surgery. Yeah. Like these little kids can't be doing it. Yeah, and it's the same ones they've got in the in the in AccuVision. It's um, mm. you know, in Mallorca you can get the little caps, the screw on caps for your laser pen, yeah. and one of them's always a naked lady. Yeah, one of them's like a hash leaf. And yeah, then one of them is sometimes a swastika, which always. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Spoils the party. <laughs> what the Venn diagram of people who like laser it's... pointers and who are far right and like tits and weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which also, to be fair, it's really it's actually quite sad for the the community who just like tits and weed and lasers because then the, the third you... option is the <laughs> you, yeah. You, end up accidentally putting it on at parties because then you have to buy it you buy the pack and like yes i want the laser yes i want the tits obviously i want the weed and then you've got this other one there you're like well i don't want to throw the swastika away because yeah, it's it's, and it's one of the three lenses and like yeah then you'd have a hole in your little lens holding oh uh, no way man thing. so you've got to and keep like, it around and then you just got i mean the conversation that goes with it then is obviously quite laborious but yeah anyway <laughs> Um, so I had the laser eye surgery done and I, I was a little bit, when I went in, I had some, uh, I, I, I was, I was perturbed by some of the, uh, um, what, something about it gave, what am I trying to say? Were there spaz tickers? I think it might have been a pizza restaurant. Okay. You can't spell pizza without... An I. There are five reasons why. <laughs> One. When I walked into the room, the lasers were already on. When I entered the special room where they fire lasers into your eyes, the laser was already fully operational and spinning around the room like a hose pipe. The laser technician was on top of the laser machine, riding it around like a bucking bronco, until he managed to restrain the laser for long enough that I could sit down in the special chair, which had marinara sauce stains on it. 
<laughs> Quick, open your eyes. <laughs> I'm not fucking about, Steve. Come on. <laughs> Get in there, quick. <laughs> Hold very fucking still, he said, as the laser apparatus struggled to free itself from between his thighs like a big cat getting an injection at the vet. That was, uh, I started to suspect after that. Reason two. When the laser went into my eyes, I could smell basil. As soon as the lasers pierced my corneas, I was overwhelmed by the powerful aroma of basil and garlic. The optician told me this would happen as a side effect of how the laser beams interact with the olfactory nervous system. At the same time, presumably because of the same olfactory phenomenon, I could hear the sound of of an optician or a pizza chef saying, Oh no, I've done it again. I filled the laser machine with pizza sauce instead of laser beams. <laughs> Three. The laser guy kept doing little kisses on my forehead while my eyes are being operated on. <laughs> laser guy. The guy who owns the clinic was there all day and he walked around in a big apron, shaking everyone's hands before and after the surgery. His apron was covered in flour and bits of pizza dough and he kept chuckling and disappearing into another room. And when he came back, he was holding lots of pizza boxes. When it was my turn to have my eyes lasered, he comforted me by leaning over me and doing hundreds of tiny rapid kisses on my forehead and telling me it's okay and that he wants to marry me and move to Corfu. (laughs) It sounds like... What? A Rocky Balboa? Like that you know, like when he retired and then he started his restaurant, Adrian. His job at the restaurant, because he's obviously not cooking, is he? Look at the fucking mess on the guy. He, so his job at the restaurant was just being Rocky. So he's just he's just going around, going up to people and going, Yeah, hello, I'm I'm Rocky. This is my restaurant. That's exactly what it was like. Like this is based on a real guy that I met at the clinic he was like he owned the clinic and he would walk mm. around like like the restaurant owner who's not cooking anything anymore but like yeah. shaking hands with people after they've had their eye surgery and going I'd love that job how's that then you got, he'd say things like he'd have the chaperones there for people who've just had eye surgery and it's like yeah oh taken 20 years off his eyes can't do anything about the rest though <laughs> <laughs> alright on your way <laughs> Make sure to take those eye drops now, yeah? Fucking hell, I've just had a crisis about how much to believe. It all feels too real now. <laughs> just, that's a real guy. Can't do anything about the rest of you. <laughs> oh, Rocky. Uh, number four, the entire clinic was moving. The whole clinic was bouncing around like we were in the back of a big van. And occasionally we'd go around a corner too fast and all of the furniture would go crashing into one side of the room and a big empty vat of Arabiata sauce would spill out of a cupboard. <laughs> At one point, the laser eye clinic braked very suddenly, and a plastic 3D model of an eyeball went flying into the wall and smashed into pieces. And the owner had to scrabble around on the floor trying to piece together all of the bits of the corneas and optic nerves and things. Five, nobody knew how to put the eye back together. When the owner was struggling to, <laughs> struggling to put the 3D model of the eye back together, he held up what looked like a pink and yellow ampersand and said... Fuck me, does anyone know where this bit goes? And all of the opticians stood around scratching their heads and trying to jab it into some of the gaps before they just taped it all back in, up in duct tape and balanced it back on the stand very carefully. Those are the five reasons why I thought I was actually in a pizza restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any reason well, to believe it was actually laser eye surgery that you had? Well, they gave me very apparently competent eye, eye surgery. I think they're like moonlighting as mm. laser eye surgeons because everyone's got a uh, uh, they need a side hustle now don't they diversify mm. it's mm, called yeah. diversifying uh, rift have you how, how are your corneal flaps bearing up oh have they re- let me tell you about the flaps but first um i did find when i came <laughs> got to some pre-flap from, banter have you so, yeah <laughs> pre, pre-flap bands coming, coming before i way. dive into the flaps <laughs> I woke up from my laser eye surgery. You shouldn't fall asleep. You should first keep your eyes open. But I'd fall asleep if someone kissed my forehead a hundred times. I think that's on them to keep you awake, really. That's not on you. (laughs) They should be tickling you all the way through. (laughs) Who's sleeping by is it? I fall asleep at the barbers just because I'm (laughs) sitting down. Like (laughs) on my chest there was a cassette tape. And when I got home, I put it in to my cassette tape playing machine tape deck 
And this is what I heard. That's fantastic. I mean, I think it's admirable when someone at that stage in life can um, hit reset and change career. Can yeah, we? absolutely. And keep hold of your pizza business because you don't want to let go of that vine before you grab the next one. Because if <laughs> yeah. the laser eye surgery falls through, you want the the uh, caprese salads and uh, lasagnas to fall back on. And also a persistent, eluded dream towards moving to Corfu, which is... <laughs> 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 ah, yes, that famous Italian island. <laughs> you know what? I scrolled around Google Maps at looking at Italian towns for so long. No Italian places end with an oo sound. <laughs> so you I really swear did. to God, they all end in an o. <laughs> did it all? I just need to ask a little, uh, little behind the scenes. Mm. Did all this start where you realise the eyes rhymes with pizza pies? <laughs> <laughs> That was the that was the root of it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just to look back to the flaps there, look. You did mention that, <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks um, for coming back to the flaps because I was fascinated to do laser eye surgery, and I won't I won't be too graphic. Yeah, uh, they need to pop open your uh, your corneas like like a couple of car bonnets, nope. and then act like fire the lasers into the what is known as the engine of the eye. Mm-hmm. Which is the the um the iris? I don't know. No. A pupil? A couple of pupils. Maybe a vitreous humor or two. <laughs> is it smelling at the time? You got honking flaps. Absolutely. That's what I want to know. Does when you laser off a bit of cornea, does a yeah. really horrible smell come out of your eye? Right. That's not the, the burning of Steve's the eye. Big honking flaps. <laughs> I know well. I know I know there's gonna be some burning eye. I want to know, is your eye full of really uh, smelly shit? Uh, I don't know if my eye was full of smelly shit because it was. It can't smell. That's what the nose does. But you do smell. Well, that's some... what your nose is right next to your fucking eyes. That's what it's there for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dr. Log. <laughs> well, I admit it's pointing the wrong way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you do You do smell some some uh, singed corneas as it happens. Fuck off to you. Are you yeah. being serious now? Yeah. Uh, I'm out. No, I'm out. Oh, you're cancelling that laser surgery. I wasn't going to get it anyway because I respect people who wear glasses. But I'm definitely not getting it now because I respect my own nose. Yeah, it's they do warn you about it before you go in. Uh, the actual lasering bit takes about ten seconds per eye, but the like, smell hangs around for weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like when you come back from Vietnam, it's on your skin. <laughs> Can you see the laser going in? Because it is going into your eye. So what well, does it look like? A laser? <laughs> uh, it oh, does. The doctor's log back on. <laughs> yes. 
You know, with the laser, it's wow. going into your eye. It's like infinite monkey cage, this. I love it. <laughs> it's not going up his fucking ass, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you do see the laser. He did in. ask. Because it's from the. Because you see from the perspective of your eyes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Right, keep up, Gav. And obviously, it doesn't look like it's going in, it just looks like it's coming at you. <laughs> Right. Presumably, it's getting in there. <clears throat> and the well, last thing I was going to say about the flaps is it's, it's a very funny <laughs> word. as you ask. <laughs> I don't want to stop talking about the flaps. Have you got anything else we can wring out of them? You get very serious people with, like, PhDs in ophthalmology and obstetricians. Yeah. Uh, and they're all talking about flaps. They say, you're going to have to come back in on Saturday and we're going to check your flaps for you. <laughs> Just give them a little tap, make sure they're not sliding all over the shop. Right, you don't want to have you- a mucky flap. Are you allowed to laugh about it? Do they like, do they, or does you get the idea that's not really the done thing? No, deadpan. I had to really stifle a giggle when she talked about uh, having Lucky a look, flaps. having a close look at the flaps, make sure there's no mozzarella under there. <laughs> <laughs> believe you wrote Corfu into the facts <laughs> just to make a rhyme happen later <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna have a wee and get on the drink noise well, when when did that feature get born was there anything in the eye surgery that made you think of pizzas the uh so the guy who walked around the clinic he reminded me of like a. Uh, one like an old restaurant owner who holds court, like Gav was talking about. Ah, yeah. So I yeah, did yeah. start thinking about five reasons why I began to suspect that my laser eye <laughs> clinic was actually a pizzeria. I fucking love the chaotic image of you just walking into a, an important surgery and a man is just flapping around trying to tame a hose. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you sit up from laser eye surgery, yeah, you have, you have twenty twenty vision. What? There's no yeah. There's no there's no Homer Simpson crusting stage. Um, there's lots of eye drops. Uh, oh, that's what the eye drops are for. I forgot. That's eye what... drops every uh, every once every hour for the first day, and then once every two hours. There's a lot of eye drops happening. Oh, once an hour is manageable. Yeah. And once per blink would be fucking really getting in your way. You'd need to have like special glasses that would dispense. This, yeah, that's why that's not the case. <laughs> Just walk around with g- swimming goggles full of eye drops. Oh, yeah. I think that would work. Hmm. Didn't some kind of super fish character have to do that? Aquaman. <laughs> no, I don't. I think that's right. I just remember some. Well, if a fish character. wore goggles on land, if they would be goggles filled with salt water. Yeah, so, so it, it could so look it could up. See. So it could look up land people's <laughs> trousers. <laughs> I was very aware that when I thought of my feature, it sounds like a Steve feature when I say it. So, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, you didn't write it, but you're going to have to put up with that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Good. My features are my favourite. So, hi. Oh, what well, the fuck? That's right. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> is that enough wine? It'll Depends do. If you neck it. Mm. Mm. I've I've started drinking these Corona Zeros, the zero percent uh, Coronas. It mm. is fucking delightful. Really? Ah, I must admit, I'm trying to find a one I like that's as nice as the oh. Beaver Town Laser Crush, which is the I'm fucking the, best zero. Yeah, Heineken's, Heineken's my other boy as well. Yeah. In a bottle, ice cold. Oh, really good. But if you want to feel a bit poncy, log um, Lucky Saint is really good. Oh, I've just added a Hazy Jane. Which was thin and un- displeasing to my entire Yeah, because I, I, I've sort of got off that sort of a whole shebang, but they have got some good ones, yeah. That, do you know what? That fucking Beaver Town did that amazing one that was like Special six calorie or something. If it's oh, the Laser Crush, oh, yeah. if it's not that one, that Laser Crush I had, and I was like, fuck no. me, this is actually a beer that I really want to drink. No, I've not tasted. I've not tasted that one. There was, this one wasn't non-alcoholic. It was just very low alcoholic and low calories, um, which is mainly the reason that I've stopped trying to drink so much lager in the house. Mm. Um, but that one was amazing, and they just went away. 
I don't know what the fuck they were playing at. It was so good. I didn't drink it, but I remember it so vividly. We got a big <clears> bag of, of those little beers and we drank them next to a canal, Gav. We did. I go down that canal all the time. I remember that very fondly. Oh, uh, you sat drinking alcohol-free beers together. Or alcohol, low alcohol beers together. Low alcohol. But then we oh, drank fuck. so many of them that we got really fucking pissed. That's yeah. nice. It's, <laughs> that, that, I like both aspects of that story. One that you didn't need to get immediately pissed to enjoy each other's company. But then, th- but then you did get pissed. It's it's like a win win. Yeah. I love it. Also, it really was a win. Drinking, <laughs> drinking um, five mil can, five hundred mil cans by the canal. Uh oh, yeah, you're out of trouble. <laughs> drinking three hundred and thirty mil cans. Yeah, just a couple of decent blokes having a nice, we refreshing are drink. It could be soda water. It could be a pop yeah. of sorts. There's room for the pinky to go out with a 330 mil, where there's 500, 500 mil can, you have to grab it, like your whole life depends on it. And then crush it when you're finished and throw it in the canal. And then yeah. roar. Boot it, I just swarm. <laughs> <laughs> features. The regular features. These are the episodes of the Regular Features Podcast. Their continuing mission to find a feature worth repeating. To seek out new features and regular features. To boldly feature where no feature had featured before. Regular featured before. Regular features! Regular features! Regular features, regular features, regular features, Obviously, you won't be celebrating the Jubilee right now, but <clears throat> I know I am. Queen's what? fucking flying about my house, bunting, stuffed into me foreskin, whatever the fuck you do. I don't know what you do. Have you put any bunting up in your pub? I meant to ask you this. Do you mean to ask me that? No, I haven't, Gav. I'm not a prick. Yes, Log, well done. <laughs> it's like, what if Prince Philip wheels on he came past your pub and he was looking for a pint somewhere. A pint of uh, your finest Green ale. King IPA, I should imagine. That's what that could, fucking drink. And he sat on your toilet. You could do that thing where you nail the toilet seat to the wall and say, this has had a royal arse. With him on still it. fucking on it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking crucify that cunt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, we're not being disrespectful, but we'll, we'll turn the telly on if everyone wants to see the chariot going around. You better not. Oh? You better not. You better come down. You better come to Nottingham to stop me, Gav. I'll turn that fucking telly on for anyone. We actually ended up cutting out of the last thing because it was like a little chat that you and I were having. But do you remember I told you about the pub that I used to work in and I've with being in the news. Oh, it yeah. The, it was the only pub in the UK, apparently, that refused to shut for Princess Di's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and you said, if the Queen dies, you won't shut. I, so you can well, be in the news. It's, I, I just can't believe that they're expecting you to. We've been yeah. through lockdown. No, no more lockdowns, Mr. Johnson. Yeah, you had your chance to die, Queen, during <laughs> lockdown, and you didn't. So <laughs> I'm staying open forever, actually. So that, <clears throat> that said, I'd like to take you through a Choose Your Own Adventure called You Are a Rotten Little Goblin Who Lives Near the Palace. Can you ruin the Jubilee for the nice queen what you hate? Because you are a rotten little goblin. <laughs> it's the part I was born to play. <laughs> it's three days before the Jubilee. Everyone is running around inside the palace, stuffing bunting into the teapots and dousing the carpets in sweet-flavoured milks. Everyone is very excited. Everyone except you. That's because you're a rotten little goblin who hates the Queen and wants to ruin her special day by flicking V-signs at her and to call her a stinky-titted old witch. But you're miles away from the Queen and your rotten goblin legs can only go so fast. Do you... A. Grab a nearby corgi's tail and say, The Queen's got a biscuit, let's get her. (laughs) (laughs) Or B. 
just give up immediately. After all, you're just a rotten little goblin, and even though you've only ever had one dream, to ruin the Queen's Platinum Jubilee with a needless and divisive gesture, you'd rather drop dead right now having never tried, than to live with the knowledge that you tried and failed. Very lovely. But, I mean, gotta be Biscuit. Yeah, baby. You're going to go for it. attitude. you got to believe in yourself, you stinky little goblin prick. Yeah, biscuit. It it plagues the goblins. That defeatist attitude is why so many goblins don't achieve their dreams. I love the fact you've chosen this. You grab two disgusting palmfuls of corgi tail. It's your palms that are disgusting, not the corgi's tail, which is adorable. (laughs) And using goblin brain magic, you show the corgi a picture of the queen with a bonio where her mouth should be. In your head, you hear the corgi say, Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy! And he starts running towards the queen's bedchamber. Your awful little goblin legs flap behind you like a flimsy wet windsock, and your unpatriotic balls begin to gurgle with delight. Maybe you will flip the queen off today, on her special day. Ruh-roh, thinks the corgi, and you look ahead to see what's wrong. Ruh-roh indeed. It's Princess Anne walking sideways across the corridor, her upper arms extended fully outwards and her forearms switching between an upwards and downwards position as she moves. From these erratic arm movements and the fact that she's green from the fanny down, you realise that Princess Anne is a space invader. Do you... A. Try to reflect Princess Anne's sizzling energy bolts using your enchanted hand mirror, what you stole off a pixie who lives near a tree stump in Kent. Or do you B. Just give up. Just like life, Space Invaders is not a game you can win, simply one you can prolong. And the high score board resets when you turn it off, so even if you do particularly well against Princess Anne today, you won't be able to bring your friends in the next day to show off, if you had any friends, which you don't, because you're a rotten goblin. Mm. Mm, What do you want to do? I am a rotten little goblin. How do you want to play this, Gav? Oh, you don't. Don't give in, Gav. I believe in Mm. you. But you are just a slithering little goblin. Yeah, that's nothing. The thing. But I do But you've come like, so far. <laughs> I do like mirrors. <laughs> Have you ever used one not to look at yourself, Gav? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I use the mirror to show other people how beautiful they are and I feed off their happiness because I when I look in the mirror, I see no happiness. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> are you sure you're not a rotten little goblin, Gav? <laughs> Mirror, 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 mirror. Things got real for a second. Grabbing tufts of gorgeous corgi hair, you clamber onto the back of it and hold up your magic mirror. A fast bullet bounces back into Princess Anne's head and knocks her tiara off. My tiara! squeals the princess. I'm all over the fucking shop without my tiara! Sure enough, she slumps sideways and propels herself in wild directions with her powerful horse-riding thighs. At one point, her legs twist completely around each other and she springs upwards into a massive cabinet chock full of trophies for being better on horses than poor people. "'What's all this noise?' shouts Robert Jobson, the royal correspondent for the Daily Mail. "'It sounds like someone really posh and elegant just went fucking wrong.' Then he sees you, a common goblin racing towards the Queen's throne, and he bellows in disgust. No dogshit little half-man will defile my big British Queen on this her special day, he bellows furiously, ripping off his shirt and bouncing his muscular body off all the busts and tapestries in the palace corridor. Do you, A, steer your corgi using its ears to navigate the fast but predictable movements of the bouncing royal correspondent? Or B, just fall off the corgi and die. Any hope you feel now will be especially painful when you eventually fail. Just fall off the corgi and let the royal correspondent crush you. At least you'll die how you lived. Utterly defeated. And dead. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> oh, this is a toughie. Uh, I'm not, we're not hurting the corgi by using the ears to steer, are we? No. Are you hurting a car when you turn the steering wheel, Gav? No. No. We all sat on top of an Alsatian (laughs) and used its ears and revved its little ears like we're on motorbikes, gone rim, rim. I do that to Coco's ears. She does not like it. (laughs) (laughs) But I bet she doesn't bite you. I bet she just looks at you indulgently and lovingly. I think to be 
truly pathetic. Falling falling off the corgi is an active choice. To be apathetic yeah. would be to do nothing vis-a-vis stay on the corgi. And while you're there, you yeah. might as well tug on an ear. Yeah, he's right. What he said. That sounds great. And this is where I started to run out of time. You carefully note Robert Jobson's impact points on the floor and use your foul goblin sensors to predict when it'll be safe to pass. Not so fast, you squalid, turd-scuffing, human filth. Jobson bellows, but he's so furious that he forgets to clench his anus for the first time in his life, and 58 years of stifled farts blow out of him all at once, in a gust that starts off as a simple fart, but increases in intensity as pate thuds out of him in heavy clumps, followed by a rope of guts and bones of increasing size. Your corgi dives into this enormous pile and starts swimming around in it like some kind of gut shark. You may have defeated Robert Jobson, but at what cost? You've lost your corgi. Do you A, carry on to the Queen's Chamber? It's literally right in front of you now and you can see her putting lipstick on and blowing kisses into a big mirror. Or B, just give up. The only, ev- the only friend you've ever had has just chosen a big pile of guts over you. You're worthless. It's like in Golden Axe when uh, you lose your little dinosaur friend. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because he gets hit too many times by a fucking mm. goblin, no less. That, yeah. fucking, that dickhead with the gold bags. Yeah, you got to kick the shit yeah. out of him to make all the coins. You got, yeah, you've got to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, but I think he is technically robbing from you. That's what the bag is. Yeah, you're oh does. yeah, you're not robbing. Yeah, you're robbing your stuff back from him. You're punishing him because he's robbed all. You were at the camp overnight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Still, yeah. for me, I'm gonna stomp your little fucking goblin face in. Yeah, and go after your goblin family who lived. <laughs> doesn't he jump through a teleporter? Who <laughs> lived next door? He goes through a wormhole and you can jump through after him, right? And kick into a land of treasure. His... Oh, it's what are you fucking on Speaking about? Diablo. Diablo does a steal your stuff and you can jump through the portal after them and kill everyone that they know. Yeah. That, what, that choice. Pick that one, Log. Yeah, that one, please. That's great. You walk into the Queen's bedchamber. She has got her rollers in and she's humming along to Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. Dum-dee-doo, sings the Queen. Jubilee-dee-doo. Prince Charles is there, and he's trying to join in with the singing. Jubilee-dee-dee-doo, he screams, and the Queen looks annoyed. I just did a platinum jubilee decree that you can't sing to Tusk by Fleetwood Mac anymore, Charles, so you're going to have to find your own fucking song to sing, you disgusting atonal shit. You cough to get their attention, thinking the Queen wouldn't like it if a rotten little goblin like you heard her using rude language. They both look at you. You extend your middle finger and your index finger and say, Your Majesty, I cordially invite you to sit on that and swivel at 45 RPM like your royal bumhole was the middle of a hit single record. You've achieved your dream, but what happens next? You have three endings to choose from. A. Does the Queen... That's not how you start that sentence. A. I thought that was the end of it. No. A. Does the Queen... queen, Because if she does, you're done for. A. Is the Queen a secret goblin like in Shrek? B. Is the Queen thrilled by the novelty of being treated with disrespect for the first time in her life? Or C, is the Queen annoyed that you asked her to swivel whilst raising two fingers? Because you cannot swing, you cannot swivel on two fingers. You can only do that with the American bird. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I do like the idea of, you know, I, but I feel like, where did that first happen where someone was rude to someone and then like, this kid's got balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then made him president. It had to be the West Wing, didn't it? <laughs> you're yeah. My, you're my vice. Oh, yeah, it was, definitely. <laughs> That's how the hot one got her job. CJ. That's how CJ got the job. <laughs> Who is that goblin? He's got Moxie. He's <laughs> got chutzpah. <laughs> You're going to work for me now, goblin boy. <laughs> More than any of you fucking yes men. This goblin tells me what's what. 
Yeah. He's he's not a goblin. He's the gobfather. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be you good. You all's works for Sims now. <laughs> that good if they gave the goblin the job and then when the goblin leaves, he goes, keep your enemies closer. That's what I always say. <laughs> Hit credits. <laughs> theme music plays. End of episode one. Strong pilot. The goblin who started working for the queen. What what is the actual ending to the feature? Though? Um, you choose one. Is the queen a secret goblin? Is the queen thrilled by the idea of being treated with disrespect, or is the queen yeah, annoyed that you asked her to be um, to swivel on something that cannot be swiveled upon? It's got to be second one. I, I know, and then everything that Steve said after. Motherfuckers, you chose the one that I was actively embarrassed about, but we are going to go with it. <laughs> yes, and I think you, and I think you'll hate it too. You know what, says the Queen, no one has ever walked into my bedchamber before and given me the V sign. Well, of course, there was Michael Fagan, the man who walked into my bedchamber in 1982 after eating all my crackers and drinking my white wine, but he never flipped me off. What you did today shows great bravery, so I am going to let you kiss me once on each cheek, then once in the mouth, and only when you kiss me in the mouth, I want you to put a finger in each side and pull the sides apart so that my mouth feels young again. Then, and I can't emphasize enough at this stage that this is a sexless scenario, I want you to ask me whether I want it on my tits or face. After which I will reply, well, haven't you got enough for both? After that, continues the Queen, you will be the Duke of Kent, because that's how dukes are made. You are a sweaty little goblin who smells all bad, and you are about to become the Duke of Kunt. That was that was a typo in my mouth. <laughs> but we'll keep it in. Congratulations. Wow. I like that ending. That's fine. Um, yeah, on one, if you... If you chose Secret Goblin like Shrek, you'd have been the King of England. And if you had uh, chosen the other one, you would have ruined your dream by getting it wrong and slinked off embarrassed into the gutter. So, well done. I think you did a good compromise there. Yeah, I don't want to be the King of England. Fuck that. I don't want to have the word England in my name. But I'll have cunt. I know I stand in line until you think you have the time to give a feature to me. And if we go someplace or pants, I know that there's a chance regular features will see. And afterwards we drive it to a quiet little place and talk about me name. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per episode. And when you do, you get showered in all sorts of prizes. Namely, and I use that word advisedly, namely destroying your previous (laughs) human name and having it replaced with your very own B name. That's oh, right. Shit. Boys, could you please give B names to the following new patrons? Yes. Please give a B name to William Wallace. This is not so much named on William Wallace's name, but more based on a poster I saw today in town. No B, one B, okay, no B. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good B name. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> How do you, you punctuate that? It's just no B, full stop, one B, full stop, okay, comma, no B. <laughs> Please give a B name. Say <laughs> B's give a B name there. I did not. Maybe I oh, did. okay. I've got B's on the brain. <laughs> Please give a B name to Molly Young. Yeah, I almost read out Molly Young's email address because I enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what fun to be young. Oh, what fun to be young. Please give a B name to Patrick Hediger or maybe Patrice. 
Patrick. I think I think it's going to be a Patrick Hediger. Mm. Apologies if it's something else. So it's, it's Patrick. Digger. His name is Greasy Patrizzi. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Greasy. that's nice. We, we, know, we know why he's greasy, but it's not explicitly stated. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I mean, have you ever seen the inside of a hive? There's all sort of grease. I think all it's sticky orange grease that comes out of there. Delicious. Uh, all, all kinds of bodily tinctures and secretions. Please give a bee name to Aardvark. Are you fucking joking? No, that's, that's the name they've given. It's like a well, dummy name that we are to destroy so they can probably keep hold of their real human name without... Uh, that's a, a fucking tactic. Nuts. Yeah. A decoy name. You think this is the real me? No. <laughs> um, well, you've got well, Aardvark, Anteater, obviously. Beefeater, bee that's a conflict. You can't eat ants if you're a beefeater. Ant and bee salad. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Finally, please give a bee name to Jonathan Hughes. Now, without risking Gav's ire, you know I've been chatting to this guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. We've got to think of a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> of course you know him. He's fucking awesome. Um, I just got to... You, I don't you better know. give him a bee name then. You should have told me he was coming up because I would have fucking spent 30 seconds with a Just pencil. assume, Log, that you're going to know... 60% of the people's names that we read out. How about that? You know, in, you know in all the patrons is one of my favourite, like, running jokes in our WhatsApp. I think I'm the only like, fucking person who has re- just, like, so many parasocial relationships with our fucking readers. <laughs> like, yeah, it's because, as I said earlier, when people DM me, I just ignore it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hello. To. You seem yeah, nice. You're like, friend. <laughs> I am a big stupid fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> That's his B name. <laughs> John John Bon B yeah. John Bon Yeah Booby John Bon John Booby. Bon Booby. <laughs> Here we go. Well, if you'd like your own B name, oh, you also get access to our Discord channel. It's called the Beehive. It's where we all hang out and have fun and chat with one another. Not about it's bees, a nice time, but mostly about bees. <laughs> <laughs> always about bees if you'd like to get involved or you just want to hear more regular features podcast come back next week where we'll be for here for more bye. good night yeah bye I feel play, like I feel like oh, I'm the last really one upbeat jingle. I'm the last one to leave the podcast <laughs> yeah like you both you, you guys are just checked out I'm like <clears throat> I'm oh turning God, off all the lights so- you're hanging about. It's like, yeah. You're, yeah, <laughs> but you're over our names. house, though. Like, <laughs> you're just in the kitchen going, but should we get some breakfast or something? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Not so good, Al. <laughs>